Welcome back into Bearcat Rewind as this week we are talking cross country. Of course, the NIAA cross country championships are this weekend, so what better guest to have on than the previous champ from just a season ago on the women's side, Caroline Cunningham, joining us, one of the most decorated runners of all time in Northwest Missouri State history. Caroline, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. This has to be kind of a... I guess it's a little bit bittersweet, right? You're not currently running for Northwest Missouri State, but you are whew, one of the best of all time to come through with the Bearcats. What's this like when you kind of go through and think about, man, a year ago, I was just knocking down records left and right. Now you have a chance to kind of sit back and look back on some of those marks. Yeah, it definitely is bittersweet. Running has been such a big part of my life. So to leave behind the competitions was really hard, but... You know, I accomplished a lot at Northwest, and I accomplished more than I would have dreamed of when I came in as a freshman. So I take a lot of pride and a lot of comfort in knowing how far I came, not only as a competitor, but also just as a person through my time at Northwest. Well, we have to start, since we are releasing this podcast on the day of the MIAA Championships uh, in Columbia at Gans Creek. You know, last year, the whole team ran well. Um, down in Joplin for the MIAA Cross Country Championships, but especially you and Amber finishing one and two as seniors, uh, tearing it up. How special was that senior season when you look back and you think about all the records that you took down and doing it alongside some people you mentioned growing as a person and a lot of people you're growing up with on that team? Yeah, oh my gosh. Going through my senior year, specifically with Amber, was so amazing. Um, She is one of the sweetest human beings I've ever met in the entire universe, Um, and she worked so hard, and so to, you know, we took down the 5K record together, we took down the 6K record together, we went one and two at conference, Um, we went, I think, three and nine at regionals, which is just such an incredible accomplishment, so it was just so special to work with her throughout the season and to watch her accomplish all of those goals and be able to accomplish them beside her. Um, Our whole team ran really well last year at conference. We had a lot of great performances and uh, we're a really young team. So I'm pretty excited to watch them tomorrow since they've all gotten older. They've all gotten stronger, all gotten better. Um, They're really doing amazing this year. So it's pretty special to be able to watch them. Whenever we think back about, what you did at the championships. Of course, location, weather, course, everything's different year to year, and so that plays a role in it, of course. But 2021, you finished second at the MIAA meet, so then as a senior, you shave off a minute and 21 seconds from the previous year. You set a school record in the 6K. Was there something about knowing it's your last MIAA championship, you were second a year before, that it just creates more of an edge for you on race day? Um... Kind of and kind of not. The year before, the course was really tough. So um, time-wise, that was really the biggest difference. As far as winning it, I I went in really confident that I could. But obviously, the MIAA always has tough competitions. Uh, We're a really good conference, so it is hard. Um, I just had a lot of confidence in myself and... I felt good about my training. I felt strong as a senior, and I knew I had that edge over some of the younger competitors. Um, You know, having five years of running experience and specifically of college running experience was such a huge advantage for me in that race. 
um, it went out really fast and I was able to remain calm knowing that I would be able to catch them. Um, but it can be really scary when you start and I didn't catch those girls until almost halfway through the race. And, you know, it's easy to have those doubts slip in of what if I can't catch them? What if they are really just that much better? Um, so I, I think there was a lot of, it was a lot of a mental battle and definitely being older, I think helped me, um, maintain my confidence throughout the race. Well, of course, you go and you you win the MIAA's last year, the, and then you go two weeks after that in Joplin. You return for the regional, and you top your own record. You shave off 20 seconds to set another new school record for a pace of 527 per mile. You know, it's it's interesting, I think, the dynamic of thinking about not allowing yourself to get down and think about the people in front of you, and am I going to catch them? Am I going to do what I need to do to get to that point? Cross country is such a difficult sport physically and mentally for the fact that you can't pass it off to a teammate. Even though you're trying to win a team championship, you have to get out there and run it and, and just wear it yourself. Did that ever kind of seem like a daunting task for you heading into some of these meets? Maybe when you were a younger runner of, you know, man, there's seniors all around me. They've been in this situation and it's just kind of new to you at times. Yeah, I definitely think being younger in college, that was definitely a thought. Even as a senior in college, um, and even as a fifth-year senior in college, sometimes you step up to that line and it's, oh, boy, this is going to hurt for the next 20 minutes, and there's really nothing anyone can do about that. And it just comes down to you having to make that decision before the race even starts that I'm going to race this, I'm going to make this hurt, I'm going to do it. And that's, I mean, that's a pretty daunting task. <laughs> it's hard to think about and um, even harder to go out and do. And in those moments where it really, really sucks, it's hard to, you know, make that decision if you haven't before the race begins. You know, it's funny if you talk to someone who's not a runner and you say, hey, do you, you know, a 5K, and like, no chance. I'm never going to try to run three miles. It's definitely not a sport for everyone. The, the aspect yeah. of the accountability was that something that you were drawn to from a young age, or is that something that you embraced as you got older? Um, I think I always enjoyed it, but I definitely embraced it the older I got. I started taking running a lot more serious during my freshman year, but specifically after my freshman year of college. Um, in high school, I was pretty laissez-faire about, you know, I'll do what the coach asks and that's about it. And, you know, that's all good. And um, I enjoyed running. I enjoyed the racing. I enjoyed my team. So I knew I wanted to go on to college. Um, I'd say after my freshman year, I really started to realize that there's a lot more you could be doing than what coach asks. And a lot of times it's those minor things that you choose to do and not what coach is telling you that makes you better. Um, and that's stuff like eating right sleeping right, you know, making the right choices for the 22 hours that you're not in practice. And I think that was a huge game changer for me. And it really recentered what I thought about running and how running fit into my identity as a, as a person. So I think, I think I definitely embraced it the older I got, but it became easier because I also stop tying so much of my identity and worth to my performances. And I could instead realize that I'm a person outside of cross country and outside of track and field. Um, so there wasn't as much pressure on having to perform. 
is that a hard thing to to cut those ties of you're a competitor and you want to go out there and perform well for yourself, for your family, for your university, but it is something that not always healthy if you're you're too much into what are my times, where am I finishing, that sort of thing. How do you kind of go about severing those ties? Because we talk about it now in cross country, but I feel like maybe that's something mental health-wise we're seeing more and more in college athletics and high school athletics that sometimes we do tie it too much to the uh, results as opposed to who these people are away from the event. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Northwest Foundation, providing support for the Northwest Alumni Association and the university's funding needs since 1971. More information is available on Facebook or online at nwmissouri.edu slash foundation. And Clorinda Regional Health Center, offering support to Southwest Iowa and Northwest Missouri each day during times of uncertainty through a local team of providers and nurses. More information at clorindahealth.com. Now back to this week's interview. Yeah, and it's so hard. It's so easy to get tied up in results, especially because that's what people see. Um, you know, so as you said at the start, I'm one of the more decorated runners at Northwest, and so that's what people see. Um, but what people don't see were the, you know, 5 a.m. doubles I did on Mondays and Wednesdays, and what people didn't see were the – you know, social outings that I skipped at 12 a.m. so I could go home and sleep. Um, I think what helped me the most is just realizing that I have interests outside of running. I really enjoy reading books. I love spending time with my dogs. Um, I was married in college, so, you know, being married and being a wife was just another part of my identity that was still separate from being on the team. Um, and I think just recognizing that there was so much more in my life than just running was a huge deal and also really enjoying the process of training versus only enjoying the competitions. Um, in high school and even early college, I really only enjoyed the competitions, but if the competitions didn't go well, then I didn't enjoy the competitions and it was just a downward spiral from there. Um, after my freshman year of college, I really started to enjoy just the simple act of running, whether it was an easy run, a hard workout, you know, whatever it was, I really enjoyed it. And I was able to make that process of getting better and training more enjoyable. Um, and it took a lot of pressure off the meets because even if the meet didn't go well, I still enjoyed what I did as a whole. Thinking about that process and maturing, getting to that point at Northwest Missouri State, so far from maybe even coming out as a freshman at high school and getting to this point as, an, as a student-athlete. What ultimately brought you to Northwest Missouri State? Graduating high school in 2017, you get on campus in 2018. There's a coaching transition kind of happening around that time, too. What was that recruiting journey like going from Cedar Falls to Maryville? Yeah, so my process of getting down to Northwest was definitely a crazy one. Um, I was recruited by Coach Warwick, who is now two distance coaches ago. Um, he did all of my recruiting for me, and I was interested in Northwest because of the majors offered and the level. Um, I didn't want to go Division One because I knew it would be just above my capabilities and I wouldn't be able to hit my goals I wanted there. Um, and I didn't want to go Division Three, and those are the only options in Iowa. So I started looking outside of Iowa, and that's how I found Northwest. 
um, like I said, Coach Lorick did all of my recruiting, and he was awesome for recruiting. Um, I was really thankful to have that time with him. Um, but he left that spring. So over the summer, I had no coach, um, no real college coach. I had a grad assistant. Um, and that fall, we got new coaches. So I had Coach Gibson then, and he coached me until the first couple weeks of my senior year. And then after that, he left, and Coach Wick took over the program. So throughout college, I had two different coaches, but I was recruited by a third coach, um, and I got here for the majors that Northwest offered. But as soon as I stepped foot on campus, I knew this was a place I could call home. Well, and that's special, and that's what you want in the long run too. But, man, I feel like it's a lot of athletes – you're going through those coaches, there are going to be some setbacks along the way. I think that just says a lot about your work ethic and what you're doing day-to-day to make sure you were ready to go um, for every single meet when they came around. Your first ever race in college, Bearcat Open 2018, finishing fourth with a solid 5K time. Does anything stick with you from that, or or did you even walk away thinking, huh, this is kind of easy out here, right? <laughs> no, it was hard. That was a hard race. Um <laughs> That first race my freshman year was definitely an eye-opener to college and, you know, what it is and how it's different from high school um, and even how it's similar to high school. I think I expected to just have a huge, massive jump to college that I was never going to run as slow as I did in high school. And in that first race, I ran slower than my opening race my senior year of high school. And I realized, oh, <laughs> Being in college doesn't just automatically make me faster. Um, so that was definitely an eye-opener to what that was going to be like. And then as the year progressed and we went to some bigger meets, I realized the depth of competition in the MIAA and in college. I think if people look back and they kind of look at the results and what you did and, and just kind of pouring through things, because I was kind of pulling up some stuff from freshman all the way through your senior year and just seeing how you progressed Man, the dedication was there, and, and just the work that you put in. I mean, you stuck around the hardest time just to be a college uh, student in general. I mean, we're going through COVID-19, and you, you hang in through that. You, you keep working. Um, you had an outdoor track and field season to race. The fall cross-country season was trimmed to just two meets, essentially, I think, in 2021. So getting outside, and or maybe that was the fall of 2020. Either way, getting outside and running and, and it was just kind of something you could do and train on your own and be away from everybody and not have to, you know, quarantine or anything like that. When you're removed from competition for that amount of time, does the motivation fade? Do you ever question the love of the sport of, do I really want to stick around here this long? Did any of those thoughts creep into your mind? I mean, definitely. It's hard to not have those thoughts come in. Um, even just college during that time was really hard. You start wondering, is college for me? Is that something I should be doing? I actually, when COVID happened and our seasons got canceled. I took about two months off of running. (laughs) Um, I didn't run at all. Our fall season had been canceled, and I just took that time to um, regain my love for running and competition, or really just for running, um, since there were no competitions going on. And it was really good. It was really good for me, I think, mentally. And... um, it was just a really nice time to kind of fall in love with the process again. But coming back to competitions then, 
uh, you could definitely tell that it had been a little while since um, we had competed. Just everything that you've gone through and, and, you know, a sport that is so difficult and puts you through so much pain, it's resulted in you meeting so many people from around the world. You've traveled down to Lubbock, Texas, Seattle, Washington for a couple different national meets and just all the places it's taken you throughout your career. Yeah, it's crazy to think about all the places I've been and all the people I've met and even people not on our team. Um, one of my closest friends is actually runs for Colorado Mines, so I don't see her very often. And I also have another friend that I met at a national meet who ran for Western Washington. Um, so I don't see her very often, but we talk periodically and I try to stay up to date on her season. Um, so it's definitely crazy to think about just all the places I've been and all the people I've met at these various places. And even as you said, um, Amber Owens on our own team from all the way in England, um, getting to know her. And yeah, just all of it is really crazy to think about. I've been a lot of places due to cross country uh, at Northwest. All right, Caroline, I appreciate your time today. If you don't mind, just a couple more quick ones, then I'll let you go. It's, it's been great catching up with you once again. Um, is there a record that's in, fresh in your mind that I don't want to say you're more proud of, but kind of sticks out a little bit more above the rest? Because like I said, I was charting some of these, and you've got like 10 to 15 at least to your name from cross-country, indoor, outdoor track and field as well. Is there one that stands out? Hmm. Um, my steeple record is one that stands out to me just because um, it was my first event that I went to nationals in. Um, I set the school record and got to nationals in the same year, so that was really, really special to me. Um, probably my least impressive record is the indoor 3K record, but it is one of the most special to me because I worked at it for three years <laughs> before I actually got the record. Um, so when I was a sophomore... I ran 10.07, and the record had been 10.01. And I thought, I can get it. I'm going to get it this year. Um, and I didn't get it that year. And the next year, I ran just over, like a tenth of a second over the school record. So I ran 10.01, and I didn't get the record because of the tenth of seconds. Um, so it took me three years before I actually was able to get that record and break 10. So that one is just really special to me because of how hard it was to actually do. <laughs> Still, 9.54 and, and .34, that is, that's so fast. And, not saying it, but a 4.49 mile, come on. Yeah. yeah, that one's hard to not be special too. That was another one that um, got me to nationals, so that was a pretty um, fun one to do, and it was just a fun race we went out kind of slow so it makes it even crazier that i was actually able to run that time <laughs> that is super impressive are you still running i do still run um i'm actually five months pregnant so running is a little bit different for me right yeah. now i'm doing more run walk hybrids but i'm still really enjoying it i just like i said i love the action the process of running um so i hope to do it as long as i can well, congratulations on that. And that's going to completely shift. I mean, imagine all the great miles you'll get while pushing a stroller, too. That's, yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. It'll be a good workout. <laughs> For sure. Do you have any long-term, like, 
run a half, run a full, run an ultra marathon, anything like that down the line? Um, I am interested in running a marathon. I'd love to qualify for Boston someday, um, but I'm not sure when that will be. At the moment, it's not in my current plans, but hopefully in the not far future. Let's see, five months pregnant, uh, eight months, you'll probably be running 26 miles in no time, right? <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> <be> right. Easy. <laughs> All right, last one before I let you go. You mentioned you, you're a big reader, you're into books. Anything that you're reading right now or recently that you'd recommend to anybody out there listening? Yeah, I'm currently reading um, The Master of Change by Brad Stolberg, and it's all about navigating changes that happen in your life that are inevitable. Um, he argues that change is the only consistent in our lives. So it's been really good, and I've really been enjoying it so far. That's awesome. The Master of Change, I'll have to look that one up. Caroline, I appreciate your time. I appreciate all the times that you'd let me bother you throughout your career, that you'd come into the coaches show and talk with us, and now here post-career, but still um, some records that are going to stand for an awfully long time here at Northwest Missouri State. Uh, thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much for having me today. Thanks once again to Caroline Cunningham joining us here on Bearcat Rewind, an All-American, an MIAA champion, and just holds numerous records here at Northwest Missouri State in indoor and outdoor track and field as well as cross country. So terrific to have her here on the podcast with us just as the MIAA championships getting underway this weekend for cross country in Columbia, Missouri. Last week on the podcast, it was MIAA Basketball Media Day down in Kansas City. John Coffey caught up with Northwest men's and women's basketball coaches Ben McComb and Austin Meyer. We've got that, as well as other previous archived episodes, including Jonathan Baker, Charles Gaddy, Dave Tollefson, Tom Funk, and so many more. Check out those archived editions of the podcast. Please subscribe, rate, review, and tell your friends about Bearcat Rewind. I'm Matt Tritton. We'll talk to you again next week.